Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Testimony Talk, another episode of this fantastic podcast. My name is Jalen, also known as Dr. J, and today I have a, my buddy Josh here today. Say hello to the audience, Josh. Hey, how y'all doing today? Okay, cool, cool, cool. And I brought him along here today to share his story, because the goal of this podcast is to, according to the Bible, in Revelations 12, 11, it says we overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony and so what i want to do is i want him to share me his story to tell me what his walk with god was like how it started to where it's up to about right now the struggles he got into and maybe some of the achievements god has done and blessed him with upon his life but before we get on to that i gotta do a quick word of prayer before this episode so if y'all just give me like two minutes for a quick word of prayer and here we go heavenly father i thank you right now for this time of fellowship and gathering i pray for an anointance on this episode holy spirit move upon me and my guest right now allow me to be to your pda system allow your revelations to come forth through our words right now father god thank you for this podcast and let it be a blessing to not just ourselves but to other people in jesus almighty name i pray Amen. So, Josh, the Joshster, the Josh Meister, how you doing? How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good on today. I'm doing really well. Okay, great, great, great. So, um, as you pretty much heard from the intro, we're going to get started. So, tell me, share me your story. How did you meet Christ? But before we get into that, what were you like before you got saved? Tell me that. Let's start from the very beginning. So, um, before I got saved, I would say I was really, the best way I could explain it is darkness. I was really, and when I say that, I mean like a deep darkness, um, where, where my mind was, um, and not just only my mind, um, my life, the things around me, um, it was completely darkness um poverty you know like living in poverty you know um not having the things that um i would say average people would have um around me you know like growing up uh going to school not having the certain clothes i would like to have you know friends around me or even people around me, classmates, um, them having things, you know, that are decent, and I have to have clothes that are uh, either hand-me-downs or um, things that are, you know, like, found, you know. um, When I say that, I mean, like, my mom used to, like, find stuff um, on the streets and you know, that was her her way of providing for us, um, and, you know, which seems uncommon for, for people to do. Um, but that, you know, I looked at it um, as darkness. It was a blessing for me to um, actually have those things in general, but the poverty... Um, that was around me itself was darkness. Um, and that's why I say like, it was such a level of darkness and such a level of uh, hopelessness. Um, I was in a mindset of like depression, 
Um, and the reason why I say that because of like things that were going on in my in my family. Um, my my dad, he always um, you know had this thing where you know he was arguing with my mom all the time. They were arguing back and forth with each other all the time on bad communications. You know, um, you know he would go out and cheat on my mom. She'd be faithful at the time, you know, eventually got into where she got tired of being faithful. But they would uh, fight and argue a lot. And to see that a lot, you know, that was something that I experienced as, and looked at as, you know, this is, a, I'm in a hole, like uh, a place that I can never get out of. And, um, just looking at that was i i really had no hope as a child um and so like how described before being um for before coming to christ is like hopeless i was depressed like um i even before coming to christ um even after coming to christ i you know i had to allow myself to be worked on but before coming to Christ it was at a point where I had a lot of anger inside built inside of me as a child like when I was younger um I remember it was this time where I got um a whooping for something I don't remember exactly what I did but I ended up getting like a whooping for something by my parents by my dad um he would always have somewhat the authority to to kind of um do that he would always have the authority to kind of uh do that some way you know where it was like you know he he'd give permission to whoop or he'd be the one to give the most whoopings and so i got whooping by him one day and i was so upset one day that i just ended up i don't know exactly why and i don't know exactly how long you know but as a kid it might have seemed for a long time this happened but I don't know how long but so after I got that whooping like I was like mad and I kept this frown on me and it felt like it was for years um I kept like this mean frown on my face like where my eyebrows was just like really upset and I don't know like I was saying I don't remember exactly what happened all I remember is I got punished um and I was upset for a very long time and eventually um, one day I ended up forgetting why I was upset and that frown just went away. But, you know, just going all back to that, like, um, that I believe was one root of just having like anger that the enemy used for that darkness before coming to Christ. Like, and so even before, before coming to Christ, like as I was growing in age, I started using that as a way of relief, you know, uh, anger, having anger all the time. Like when I see, when I saw my, my mom or my dad, them arguing and fighting and I just wanted it to stop, but I felt like I had no voice at all. I would convert my voice when I felt like I couldn't convert, I couldn't outwardly reveal my feelings of, I just want y'all to stop. You know, I would, converted to anger and so it would be a time where 
I felt like they got to a point to where he was about to put his hands on her um, or they were about to really get out of hand, you know, um, and fight each other, I would use that and pop off automatically and I would just start going crazy and hitting walls and I would literally be hurting myself. And that's how bad, you know, the enemy was starting to use me in that darkness to where I started going off and, and I would literally hit walls, refrigerators, whatever it was. Um, I wouldn't hit anyone, but I still would hurt myself. And that caused me to have to go to the doctor like multiple times for a broken hand. You know, that's, it's crazy to hear, but that's how strongly the enemy used me in a place where I felt hopeless, in a place where I felt nothing but everything that seemed really dark you know, going through everything that I was going through, you know, poverty, like I was saying, hopelessness, you know, I'm sure it was even more, you know, just a lot going on as not being um, connected to anyone that, um, that was connected to the gospel. And so like, you know, I would say that, you know, insecurity as a child, you know, like I was saying, the poverty, that grew insecurity. And so, um, so like I was saying, like, that's where I was um, as a kid. So, yeah. Okay, okay. Interesting, interesting backstory. So, so how did you get saved? When was, when was that first time you had, like, an encounter with Christ and you actually said yes? So, I would say... You know, the first time I actually had an encounter, it was, you know, like it always should be with anyone, a personal thing. Um, so it was one-on-one -on -one, uh, with me and the Lord. Um, you know, some people have it done in person and, uh, you know, have it done at church and, you know, everything. You know, of course, like, um, there were times where I... I went to church and then was at the at the altar and was led to you know say a prayer or hold my hands up stuff like that but when I got to a point of you know so this is while I'm going to church you know um, in the midst of me just getting into church so after I you know I'm at church I'm recently you know, given, like, actually committing to, um, I would say, well, getting interested into going to church. So I, did, I hadn't made a commitment or anything personally at all. So I would say I'm getting into church, just like I'm getting interested. I'm like, I'm starting, so this is a point where I'm actually running from what I'm going through. So I literally started, what I'm saying is I'm literally, I literally started using the church as a way of relief. You know, there was something I saw in it, but I didn't know exactly what it was. You know, I'm going through issues like hearing my, my mom and my dad argue, like I was saying, you know, um, the me being bullied at school, you know, um, and being sick of being, you know, and at this time, you know, I'm, I'm having weight issues, you know, I'm literally over 300 pounds, 
you know, age 13, 14, you know, and, and so you can imagine, you know, what I'm going through at school with people like bullying me. And so I'm just sick of it, you know, and I'm, I'm hurt and stressed out about it as a kid, you know, about everything I'm going through. And so my mom one day, she goes to um, this church that's like right across the street from us. Um, you know, she was always a church girl, but she had stopped for a while and she ended up going to um, that church, I guess, to get away from her problems, you know, and so I go with her, you know, because I'm her child and stuff. And, and so, um, you know, she takes me and some more people and then eventually, you know, I guess something was really attracted um, I was attracted to something about, you know, which was the presence of the Lord. Um, and so, you know, uh, one day she eventually stops going, you know, this is like recently after she goes to the church, she stops going and somehow I'm attracted, like I was saying to, to the presence of God. And so even though I'm not lifting my hands, doing this and that, that Christians would do, now I'm getting to a point to where I'm starting to use the church to run away from my, my struggles to, because it's it's almost like I'm, I'm starting to find a little peace in this, you know? And so um, I'm going by myself now to church. You know, my mom's not going, my sister's not going. Now I'm going to, to church and I, I continue going and as I'm, continuing to go you know I'm starting to feel this peace this relief over my life and um, all that leading into um, me giving my life basically you know one day I was at school and it was this pastor came um, he actually came to the school um, he was the pastor over um, this this girl that I had a crush on and um, basically he started coming there and he was like he was like preaching the word of God but he also like he was like he had this moment where he was like you know what I see like in the crowd I see firefighters I see policemen I see um, artists and when he said artists he looked at me for like three four seconds and then he you know, he, he just paused and looked at me for like three or four seconds while not saying anything. And then he looked away and continued talking. And I was like, hold up. I'm, I'm saying to myself, like, hold up. I need to take heed of this because at the moment I was really into art. And that's was something, you know, I'm and I'm still into art, you know, but like back then I was really into art to where I was like, people are telling me you need to be an artist and you know stuff like that and so when I heard him say that you know I don't I, I didn't even know what prophetic was but I really felt like he knew like God was letting him know something about me like he knew something about me you know and so I paid attention to every word he was saying after that and he was like you know what I want y'all to do something you know I want y'all to go home write down what you want God to do in your life draw it and pray about it 
and that's exactly what I did. So I went, I waited till I got home. I wrote down what I wanted God to do in my life. I wrote down a couple of things what I wanted God to do in my life. One of the things, though, was to lose weight because I was tired of getting bullied. You know, I had just went to the doctor as a kid. They was telling me I could possibly end up having diabetes if I don't lose any weight. So I'm just like, that hurt me as a kid. That shocked me as a kid, heart dropping and everything. You know, so, um, so basically I ended up doing exactly what I heard him say, you know, wrote down what I wanted God to do in my life. Um, I drew it, drew myself being smaller. Then I prayed about it. I sat there at the edge of my bed, looking at facing the wall, you know, um, and I'm talking to God like one-on-one. I'm like, God, I've tried everything. I've, I've tried you know, basically just sitting there being real with God. Like, I've tried all this, all these things. I've done so much research. You know, I was always the type of person doing research on how to lose weight. You know, I would try these different techniques, drinking vinegar. I know that sounds off, but like just doing certain things to lose weight and it never worked for me. And I was just like, God, I've tried all these things. If you could help me lose weight, God, I would give my life to you. I would basically, what I said, in these words I said, I would go to church until my hair is gray. And that was basically me giving my life to the Lord when I said that. And, you know, um, and I would say after that, like right after I said that, you know, I heard the Lord speak to me and said you have to meet me halfway and when he said that I knew exactly what that meant it was like a knowing in, in my spirit like it was like a knowing that God had put in me to already know that I have to meet him halfway and so what I did was I started being motivated to walk around my yard my, my backyard um, the backyard I lived in every day I would say for about 20-30 minutes and then it went from that to not just that me playing basketball for like 30-45 minutes from that to me being inside uh, exercising in the restroom for like 30 minutes and then from that to me probably doing multitasking those things those very things and then eventually I ended up losing 150 pounds in probably a year. And so, and like, that's when I started to realize, like right after that, like right after I started losing weight, I was just like, oh, I didn't even notice I was in this place. Like, and you know, in the, in the midst of it, I'm growing. I'm starting to grow to where I'm starting to be more uh, under, under that light that God wanted to shine on me so that I can reflect it, you know. Um, I'm starting to see God's goodness. I'm starting to see um, who God is more now uh, to me. And, you know, it was times, you know, I start to learn more about Christ, you know, um, you know, which I didn't really have um, 
I would say, an understanding of who Christ was. Now I'm starting to know about him. Now I'm starting to see the whole meaning behind crucifixion. You know, I was always told as a kid, like, you know, Jesus died on the cross, but I was never clearly told, like, Jesus died on the cross and rose back again for your sins. You know, I was never told that. And so me giving my life to the Lord was just me making a, a legit decision and admitting that I can't do this on my own. And so from there, you know, and of course I, I did accept Jesus in my heart um, during, you know, during the midst of those, the time of me going to church, but me actually making a dedication to the Lord was right when I was at the edge of my bed saying, God, I'm helpless. I can't do this. Wow, look at God, look at God. You actually beat me to the next question I was going to ask is how has God impacted your life since you um, made that choice? Now, I understand you um, went through some struggles recently. Like, originally you didn't have a car, and originally you didn't have a uh, well-functioning job. So tell me, tell me, let's let's drop some, uh, some blessings. How has God bless you ever since you made that choice i know you lost some weight because ladies and gentlemen like if you look at him now this man is not over 300 pounds like he originally said he was like if you look at this man right now like god has done some work on him so um tell me what other blessings has god dropped into your life that you originally didn't have before and i can go on with uh so many things god has done in my life um recently and throughout the years of me just uh being on this journey being on this walk with christ um so i mean i would say recently after like recently after me deciding you know of course you know there's gonna be struggles in this walk but god has brought me out of depression you know um i had a depressed mind like every time I'm around somebody it seems drainful like talking to somebody just giving them a backstory would be completely um heavy on on their minds because like I would give them what I dealt with but I wouldn't give them how I overcame it you know um or if I even overcame it you know um and so Man, God has delivered me from depression, from suicidal thoughts. You know, I even had, it was even a point to where, like, um, the enemy had put in me to where I was, like, cutting myself. Like, I literally, you know, I didn't want to, you know, deep down inside, I didn't even want to kill myself. You know, but I was starting to, um, I would say, acknowledge what the devil was using um, as a way of trying to, get um that sympathy from people so i started cutting myself on the arms and under my eye when when it wasn't noticed on my arm i would try to cut myself under my eye so it's like okay i want you to i want you to see you know what i'm going through i want you to see that i'm i'm pain i'm in hurt you know and it was like a silent cry when God doesn't want us to be silent on on our hurt. He wants us to come to Him and and cry out to Him, you know. And that's what God has uh, formed me to do. Um, 
you know, he, he molded me into, you know, being able to cry out to him eventually after, you know, doing, making that decision, I was able to be in church, like, crying my heart out to him when at first I was uptight and couldn't even lift my hands, was in the back row, you know, was afraid to even mumble any lyrics of worship um, while I was in that church that I was at, you know. Um, so I would say God has delivered me from depression, suicidal thoughts. Um, he's He's delivered me from like very uh, painful ways of converting uh, my feelings, like uh, very bad anger. You know, I had very bad anger to where it was like I, like, like I was telling you, like going berserk. You know, when I would when I didn't have a voice to speak up and tell my parents, like I don't want to hear this. You know, can y'all please stop? You know, and you know, like you were saying, you know, um, like the recent things um, as well, like God has delivered me um, and and also just done in my life, um, I would say, uh, and the mentality I've, I've always had of like keeping my thoughts in and making assumptions of what decision I see like just looking at something and making an assumption instead of communicating with people God has delivered me from that um, the things God has done in my life has given me my own place God has blessed me with my own place you know that's something I didn't have um, at first you know at first it was at a point to where I was like you know when is my sister gonna kick me out because you, you, you know I was I was actually living with my sister at the moment, you know, I wasn't living with my mom because she was living with my sister as well. So, you know, um, so I was having to struggle with thoughts of when I'm going to get kicked out. You know, God has blessed me with my own place. And it took me to um, be obedient, to step out on faith, even when I didn't want to, you know, me struggling with... Um, not wanting to step out on faith because I was afraid to fail. You know, simple things like taking a bus, you know, I was afraid to do because I was afraid to fail and get, get lost, you know. But it took, you know, um, that obedience. It also took, you know, God sending people in my life to encourage me to step out on that faith as well. It took me to reach out to people as well to, you know, to get to that step, so, um, God has blessed me with my own place, he's blessed me with a car that I shouldn't have, um, a car that I have now the right way, you know, like, it was a point, it was a time where I, I actually had a car, but I got it off of God's timing, you know, I ended up buying a car from a guy that was basically like a brother to me, I ended up buying it out of sympathy to, care for him financially and you know I was I liked the car it was nice looking and all that but I bought it off of God's timing you know I didn't buy it on God's timing and and so I had a title to the car that was not you know in my name I couldn't even I don't even think I could 
I, you know, I didn't really have the help to put it in my name and wasn't taking steps to do it. There was a lot of issues going on with that car, um, even though it was up and running and stuff. Um, but now God is, you know, since I was able to go through the process of being humbled, sometimes it takes being humbled um, to allow God to bring you where you need to be and for him to bless you with the things that you want. And so God has given me a, a brand new car. You know, um, I wouldn't say exactly brand new, but it's brand new to me. So, you know, he has blessed me, you know, to have a car and be able to drive around legally, you know. Um, so, and I would say that's, those are the things, those are free you know, just a sample of the things that God has done in my life this far. Wow, look at God, look at God. Look at God performing miracles and signs and wonders and just dropping blessings, like new mindsets, new new, um, new cars, your own place, bro. And how old are you again, sir? How old I am 25 years old. Oh, wow, wow, wow. You, wait, wait, wait. How long, ladies and gentlemen, I have a shocked face right now because I just realized that this brother has been older than me since I met him. Wow. Wow. That is awesome, bro. That is amazing. Like, it's amazing what God will do once you, once you just meet him halfway. Like, it's incredible. Really, it truly is. Um, there are probably other people out here or people maybe listening to this podcast who might not have the exact same story word for word, but they, they have a similar story. And so do you have any encouraging words that maybe you want to tell somebody who's going through their own walk with faith, having their own issues or difficulties? What encouraging words do you have towards other people out there? Yeah, I definitely got some encouraging words um, to share. Um, so I really would like to share, like, if you are in a place of uh, not just darkness, but hopelessness, whatever it may be, I encourage you to to stay in the will of God, to reach out to people that you know are in the will of God, even if you don't feel like it's the right thing to do or, or feel like you just want to do it because of people you've made lost, you know, trust with those people of God. Find legit people of God, you know, if, if that's something that may be a problem for you, you know, um, because I was once in a place to where I basically walked away from God because he never leaves us. He's always, you know, around us and protecting us at times, even at times that we are like rebelling against him. And I've experienced that so many times in my life, you know, time where I even almost lost my life, you know, running with people thinking like, am I going to die tonight? You know, um, and me knowing that I'm out of the will of God and, you know, it was, like I was saying, like, it was times where it was a, sa a season, you know, um, where I actually walked away from God and was like, I want nothing to do with you because I feel hopeless. What I'm, what I'm going through, I felt like God cannot fix, but it was simply a decision of me coming to God, um, and just being hungry to reach out to God. So I, 
So in all of this, I would encourage people to continue doing, you know, reaching, you know, seeking God because you will find, you know, you will find him. You will find that peace that God wants you to have. You will find that hope that God wants you to have as long as you continue seeking God. Feelings do not matter at, at times, you know. It's times where the enemy will cause you to believe that your feelings matter. Um, where it's like, I'm, I'm hurt, you know, I gotta do this and turn away from these people and reject these people, push these people away because I'm hurt. But sometimes it's looking over those feelings in order to get to where you would even want to be yourself. But also God wants you to be, um, and like I was saying, like, you know, I walked away from God, but God continued, even at times, showing me that he still cared about me, even though I walked away from him, you know, barbering, going in a, a barbering place. And while I'm out of the will of God, you know, I'm just with a friend and he's getting his hair cut, you know, a, a guy, you know, you know, and so people just started talking about the Lord and it started ministering to me. And so I'm just like, Dang, if God cares about me this much while I'm in the wilderness, while I'm walking away from him, you know, how much does he care, you know, like about those who are in his will, you know? And so I just want to encourage y'all with these words and just say, you know, God loves you, you know, with an unconditional love. A love that even we can't even love ourselves with unless we are unless we know how to love like he does. So I'd encourage you, you know, you all to just seek, seek the Lord. You know, he says, seek and you shall find. Knock and the door will be open. If you knock at, at the door of the Lord, if you, if you are re really seeking the Lord and you're really hungry for the Lord, you will find, you will find. So. I would like to encourage y'all with that and leave y'all with that and hope that it makes a very miraculous and huge move in y'all life. Thank you so much for your time, bro. Thank you so much for your time. And I also like to add some encouraging words. It's like, I mean, he pretty much said the words that I was pretty much going to say, but I would like to also add that you have to try. You have to meet him halfway. And once he sees that you're trying, he's going to just take you and go all the way. Like, he's going to just take you through a journey. And will there be struggles? Yeah, there will be some struggles. But at the end of the day, he gives us the power and the strength to overcome those struggles. To the point where they're not even struggles anymore. They just over there somewhere. They're just that thing you look at like, oh, it's just a roadblock drive past it okay so it's just amazing what God can do once you just choose him and with that I will wrap this episode up and that was our latest episode of testimony talk I really enjoyed my guest testimony today and so I just want to add a little bit of a closure right now. Maybe you're sharing this podcast with a friend or maybe you yourself is heard of this Jesus person or God or 
Christianity, but you never really just took the couple of steps to start your journey like some of my previous guests have. As you probably heard, their stories or testimonies based off watching this podcast or listening to this podcast alone. And you're probably wondering, where do I start? And what I want to do is just help you get started on that journey so you can start building your own little testimony. Because everyone's story is different, but our story is still the same. God saved me from A, B, C, D. And what I want to do is get you started on the God saved me part. And so if you'll just follow me in the Bible to Romans 10 and 9, it says that if you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in that heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. And so what I want to do is simply just say, all you got to do is say this real quick prayer. Heavenly Father, I acknowledge that I have sinned, that I have done you wrong, and that I am in need of a Savior. And I recognize that you sent your Son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for me, and that you raised him up from the dead in order to cleanse me of my sins. And I thank you right now, Father God, that, that I believe in my heart and confess in my mouth that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. In Jesus Almighty name I pray. Amen. And it's simple as that. You are now officially a child of God. And there's some other things that God will definitely take you through. But after you take that first step and really just try, He will take it from there. And that's pretty much it for me. And if you like this podcast, subscribe to it because I need more followers. And who doesn't want to hear more stories about people overcoming things? And hey, share this podcast with a friend. And I will, you'll receive an update next time I upload an episode. And with that, have a blessed day.